Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. This is brought to our listeners by Hemmings House Pictures and Vision Coaching Inc. Edible Matters, Ripple Effect Music Studios, and Robert Simmons. The best clothing to make you feel and look like Greg and Dave from the Bowling Point Podcast. Com. Robert Simmons, making us look good. Thank you to all of our sponsors that make the Boiling Point Podcast possible. Bam. Dave, I don't know if you've ever met Corey Richardson before. Well, I don't, I don't believe we have. Okay, Corey and I go way back. Uh, in fact, the very first film I ever made in my life was with Corey. Come on. In high school. Wow. We went to high school together. You're, you're a St. John boy. He's a St. John boy. I am. Wow. And, uh, and I'm going to do a real quick introduction of you, Corey, but then I'm going to pass it over to you to do the same. Um, yeah, go right ahead, Greg. Okay, so I, I do believe that Greg does know me <laughs> quite well, and uh, so I, I, I would trust that you would give a good intro. Go for it. So uh, Corey and I are, are kindred spirits. Back, back in high school, we we're both into media. He was known as the Spider-Man, i.e. he was the guy that would go outside of St. John High and climb to the top of it on a wall with no ropes or anything. Well, I just, wouldn't climb to the top. I would climb to the top of the sandstone bricks there just to practice rock climbing. But there go you ahead. go. And and then you go underneath Versing Falls Bridge type of th- or you know the train bridge, pot you know the big pillars. Climb to the top of that. He was a climber, and he always said that someday he's going to kayak around North America. And right out of high school, I was in film school. I remember early blogging days. So I would have been in film school in ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. So somewhere in this area. Corey hops into a kayak in Vancouver and makes all the way down to Mexico. And f- and his blog, f- every time he got to land, he put some blogs out. This is early, early day blogging, right? And I think, Corey, on that trip, you had a spiritual uh, awakening and this whole new world was opened up to you and set you on this path to where we are today, where you are um, changing the world through hammocks, and from there, I'm going to stop. Now, you can fill in all the details in between. Sure. Well, I, mainly what I call myself as an art therapist. I believe that if people use hula hoops and hammocks and do beadwork and journal writing and talking circles and these sorts of things, then they probably don't need a therapist. That we, we have, uh, you know, if we listen to our inner voice, we probably have all the knowledge and wisdom that we need. And also if we just listen to the people around us and really connect with our friends and family, uh, then, then they will also be our, our, uh, our, you know, our mental health, you know, check-in type thing. And I, I feel like we're, people have been sidetracked from maybe what their true heart's desire is. And, uh, so we're, you know, we're made to, you know, wear certain uniforms to fit in or to do certain life paths that are not our, the true expression of ourself. And so by, uh, laying in a hammock, you have time to think, you know, just to be comfortable in yourself, maybe in nature or, you know, time to cuddle with someone. It's not like you're sitting on a park bench with someone. You're actually like physically touching them. So that's all very healing. And same with using a hula hoop. You know, I, 
Uh, I'm 38 years old, but uh, Greg had told me, um, he says he thought he was the best hula hooper on the East Coast until until he saw me <laughs> hula hooping. I, I take that as an honor, Greg. That was a long time ago now, but uh, it basically I feel like it's it's a way to give you, um, you know, a expression where you can dance and really like rock it and not maybe look silly if you're just dancing by yourself because you're, hey, you got a hula hoop, you're hula hooping. Um, but uh, I, I take that to, to schools. So I go to uh, gym classes and I teach gym classes how to hula hoop. And so, you know, I mean, often um, kids, uh, like, you know, boys that might think, uh, oh, hula hooping's for girls or something. I don't know where they got that idea. But, you know, I, I've introduced uh, hula hooping to all the playgrounds in the St. John area. The, the, the city paid me to, to to make hula hoops with all the, the, the playground projects. And and I've gotten to go to Singapore and, and teach hula hooping to thousands of kids at the Canadian International School there. And, wow. just, you know, I, I just that this is the sort of thing that I, I like to do now. Um, but, uh, the hammocks have kind of taken over my life. I, um, I have been making hammocks for eight years and that is, uh, it's called hanging hugs, but it really started as an aid project where I was invited to go to Uganda, uh, to be involved with uh, a peace through tourism conference there. But at that time, when I got the call to go to Uganda, I was just finishing a cultural exchange leading a cultural exchange project in Mexico where I was uh, taking people from Burning Man and Rainbow Gatherings to central Mexico to develop um, basically just community build, building projects in uh, rural Mexico. And so I was setting up hammocks and whatnot and, and bug-free zones, these big areas that have like bug nets over them so we could do beadwork and play with the kids without getting bitten by bugs. And so at the time I thought, well, what if I went to Uganda and set up you know, hammocks there and gave out sewing machines and taught them how to make hammocks. And then people could sleep comfortably and, and bug free. And, and so it's, it's really just taken off from there. And so, so in who, like, you know, I mean, it says luxury hammocks. Is that fair? Like what? Uh, yeah. These for are home these and are, travel. So tell me, yeah, yeah. Like what, what makes a, like for, for the, the neophyte in me, uh, what makes a, a luxury hammock? Well, if you came upon one of my hammocks, yeah, I know. Uh, you I? probably know <laughs> that it was a hammock that I made. Okay. So when you find a hanging hugs hammock, it's going to probably have fun fur or fleece or wool as a liner on it. And uh, it may have a zipper down the side between those layers. So you can put like a yoga mat to make it extra warm and cozy. Um, they're really, they're, you know, wide so you can wrap it around you. That's why it's called a hanging hug because it kind of wraps around you like a sleeping bag. Yeah. So if you go to any festival in the Maritimes or even here at the Ohm Festival in Ontario, there's lots of people that have my hammocks and it's, it can be a life changing, uh, thing for them because they're now like, they don't have to carry a, a tent and a mattress and a sleeping bag to go to a festival. They just need their hammock and a tarp or maybe a bug net that I, that I also make. So um, these hammocks are, are are really luxury because I choose the best fabrics that I can find, um, really durable, you know, patio furniture or upholstery fabrics. And on the sides, they're uh, what I call the trim is really uh, like a, a silk or a taffeta, something really uh, colorful and strong. And um, and so yeah, I've, I've made now thousands of hammocks, and I'm actually inundated with orders right now. I, I can't sew them all myself, even though I'm I am doing it. I'm I'm like now a month behind in orders because I have so many orders coming in. So 
it started off as an aid project and now it's um it's just uh, a really a lifestyle product that that I'm that I'm creating but I want to bring it back to being a a community project again um I have been able to fund my trips around the world to continue donating sewing machines and whatnot. Each winter I will take a trip and go to Mexico or Uganda uh, and donate sewing machines and teach hammock making. I'm sort of a a hammock missionary, you can say. But uh, what I want to do now is I want to uh, buy a farm in St. Martins, New Brunswick. Um, A specific one that I have in mind is owned by Kathy Dumphy. And it's a very beautiful farm, only four acres, right across the street from... um, a, a very kind of secluded beach on uh, on West Quaco Road, and Kathy is just this uh, amazing woman that's a, a painter and and a gardener. That she has moved next door, and this this farm is now empty. And for the past two years, I've been working on creating a, a co-op, a farm co-op, to buy the farm. Uh, at, with a hundred people, everyone putting in a thousand five hundred dollars each, and you know it's been a struggle to find a hundred people who have an extra thousand five hundred dollars to to put in the pot. Um, I have been able to find about twenty people, and the people that I found were those those early adopters are, are close friends of mine that really believe in the vision of creating a um, a, a space for. Uh, permaculture, circus, workshops, free school, this sort of thing. And my intention has always been to create a a hammock hostel and a place where people can come to enjoy a vacation where they can, you know, spend maybe 10 bucks a night to sleep in a hammock in the Hayloft Hammock Hostel and take workshops and just spend time with their family and just have a really inexpensive vacation. Um, But also, while you're there, connect with the other people who are working at the farm. So there's going to be other entrepreneurs working at the farm doing gardening or teaching painting or photography or meditation or yoga or whatever they're doing, whatever, whoever's there, whatever they're doing, the people who are the guests would get to enjoy all that stuff as well. And uh, so what I'm doing now is every hammock that I sell, uh, I'm going to include with it a voucher to stay at the Hayloft Hammock Hostel. So, um, (laughs) that your your hammock would uh, this this kind of crowdfunding campaign that I'm putting together is called your vacations in the bag. And so that what that means is that when you buy a hammock, you get a voucher for five nights stay at the Hayloft Hammock Hostel. And uh so this is something that uh, I don't have the uh I don't own the farm yet. So what I'm looking for to to be able to, you know, guarantee this 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 new uh, promotion is that I, I'm looking for businesses that, uh, and I know that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and, and business leaders are listening to your podcast. So I'm looking for those business leaders who want to support a community project that is going to create an amazing collection of, of people in a beautiful place where they could send their employees on vacation. So they would gift them a hammock, maybe for their birthday or for some special occasion in the company. And they would say, your vacation's in the bag. And they would get the hammock and it would have a voucher for five nights stay at the, at the farm. So that's, uh, that's what I'm working on right now. And I'm looking for, uh, for companies or individuals to, to, to support that. And all we need to do is sell a thousand hammocks to raise $100,000 to uh, to buy the farm. Uh, Corey, I, I love your entrepreneur, entrepreneurial approach to this crowdfunding concept. And Dave, Corey and I have been talking about this for a while. And 
I just love that concept of having a space that, hey, if you want to go out and take uh, take three or four hours and just work on a business plan out in nature or by the beach uh, or spend a night and, and dream up some concepts or connect with other super creative people. In, I call it networking by nature. There you go. Like, I, I really think you're on to something here, Corey. And uh, uh, at the end, we're going to have a chance for you to share how people can uh, get in touch with you and uh, get engaged in this in this campaign uh, as well. And um, the thing, <laughs> before you went into it, the thing I wanted to share, something really interesting is um, the work that you seeded in Uganda evolved into what is now Chat to the Future. And Dave, Dave, I don't know if you know. No, I'm not familiar with this. Okay, well, we haven't had Adam on here yet. Um, anyway, it's just really neat to see the impacts that we can all make, these small impacts. So Chats of the Future is an organization that Corey was a founder of uh, as a result of his time in Uganda with the hammocks that is now uh, a leader in the world connecting technology and school kids with this orphanage in Uganda, like it's, and Skype is involved and like, it's, it's a real radical, interesting thing. And Corey, you, it's, it must be really neat, even though you may or may not be involved with the organization now to see what that little seed turned into and how many uh, other little I'm, seeds. I'm very proud of the, uh, the work that, uh, that, uh, Adam's doing and everyone involved in that organization. I, I, I'm more of a person who likes to plant those seeds and just like, and then back away and let, let people who ha- who have that leadership drive take, take over, you know, because I don't have the, the, the time and attention to, to devote to it. Like, like I know that he has. So, you know, I was able to, you know, give him all the connections and, and, and plant the seeds that I could. And then, then he ran with it. Yeah. See, yeah. you know, and what's interesting is uh, we a few interviews ago we talked to uh, Janet Scott, and she was um, describing this problem-solving um, kind of process, and how you know people have different strengths, and you know the idea of the idea generation person is clearly Corey, right? Yeah, and you you right. and you passed it along to this guy Adam, who sounds like the implementer, right? So what what a neat kind of uh, description of, how, and you're obviously okay with that, Corey, sitting in that place of you know you know cultivating some wonderful ideas and 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 letting someone else um, you know kind of take it and 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 work with it. Is that you know you're and to be actually proud of it is what I'm hearing. Well, you know what I. I I've done enough. I think with the kayak trip, it really helped me. And even now, like through Facebook and all of this, it's like, you know, our egos have to be in check, you know, like, I mean, we can do so much more good in the world if we just learn how to, uh, to, to delegate and step back and let other people take leadership roles and not try to control everything. Uh, that's, that's, that's not my style. And, and I wasn't really, honestly, Adam, he had the vision for creating this, uh, you know, the, the Skype conversations with the kids. I mean, we did that. Um, I helped facilitate that, but that, that was his vision. So, uh, you know, I'm, I, I can't take any credit for that, but what I am is I'm a networker, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested in building egalitarian community. And, it, and what that means is, is that everyone has the ability to step up when they, when they have the drive, when they have the, the passion to step up and to, and to make something happen, you don't have to ask permission. You just have to find other people who share the same dream as you. And so I, I got to tell you guys, like just the other day, I'm I'm so in hammocks as like 
like there's no tomorrow because I'm, I'm leaving to go to Ontario and I have been trying really hard to find other people to sew hammocks with me to, to buy the farm and, and, and to find people to do the quality that I do has been difficult. And I've been proposing to people, Hey, come and you know, you can help get a farm share by just sewing 15 hammocks. You, if you sew 15 hammocks, you make a hundred dollars per hammock and you get a farm share. And to, you know, to do that, I, I would have to really put my quality on the line because that's that if I'm not sewing them, that's not, you know, me doing it. And I don't have the time to really train people. And, you know, I just, I, I, I made the decision just a couple of days ago to buy the farm as an individual person and to, to implement all the things that I, that I want to do, which means uh, at the farm every morning, we're going to have talking circles where we talk about what chores need to be done that day. Hey, I want to go rock climbing. Anyone want to go rock climbing? Someone else wants to work in the garden. Hey, can you guys help us in the garden, pick some weeds or pull some rocks before you go rock climbing? Sure, we can do that. And then we all coordinate. And then at the end of the day, we come back for supper and we do a little show and tell. We do a slideshow about, you know, our, our rock climbing tips. Some other people do uh, you know, uh, talks about the paintings or the poetry that they wrote while they're lying in a hammock. You know, everyone shares their epiphanies, and that creates this collective consciousness, which helps the whole collective, the whole community grow together. So it's not like we're just, you know, all doing our separate things and, uh, you know, totally autonomous from each other. We're really trying to grow together as a community of individuals. So I don't want to tell anybody what to do when they come to the farm. I want people to be inspired by a variety of, of different people that are living their passions, living their dreams. And, and if you don't know what your dream is, then help someone else with theirs. And maybe you're going to pick up some skills and some inspiration. So uh, I'm, I'm now stepping up and into the leadership role of taking on the mortgage of the farm myself as an individual and saying, let's just do everything that I've been talking about. And I'm willing to take on that responsibility. I'm willing to step up. And, uh, and, and I'm now looking for help from, from companies or from individuals to, to buy hammocks that are top quality hammocks that are going to be employing New Brunswickers to, to, to sew them and really bring back some, some skill, some skilled industry, not just people talking on the phone, you know, or, uh, people that are making websites. Cause I've been going through these, these different startup weekends and whatnot and the the, the farm project, creating this co-op farm project, was really one of the only hands-on uh, entrepreneurial projects that were being proposed. The rest of the projects were all websites, you know, and I'm not saying that's a, there's a problem with that, but I think the entrepreneurs that need more help in New Brunswick are the gardeners, are the people, the artisans, are those entrepreneurs that that need a support, a community support network that we can all kind of create this think tank together and give each other some hands-on help. So uh, that's what I'm looking to create with the Family Farm uh, so Family Friends Farm Project. I th- this would be a perfect time to say to, for people that are going, okay, I want to learn more. How, how do they learn more, Corey? Well, um, hanging hugs is, is my, is, is my business hangingHugs.com, And there's, there's, uh, links to the, the family of friends farm page on there, um, which, you know, has been a co-op organization that we're creating. It's not an official co-op, but this is something that we've been developing. 
Um, familyoffriends.farm is a, is a uh, website that we're developing as well. So you can, you can learn about it there. Um, so, you know, you can contact me, uh, hangingHugs at gmail.com. So I'm, I'm really looking for these, for the, the community support. I'm looking for community minded businesses that would maybe want to use the farm, which is very beautiful as a, as a retreat center or as a place for corporate events. And really that we can form a partnership as, as uh, hanging hugs and family friends farm and their company that, that we can, you know, provide something as a beautiful gift to their employees uh, and, and their company. And, and then they're going to get to, to see this amazing community project uh, grow through the years. You, you got to work on the passion around this though. Yeah. You, 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 you got to amp her up a little bit, Corey. <laughs> you got a clear vision, man. And so, and I was just thinking about uh, one thing you just mentioned and, and, and you may be familiar with um, ArtsLink NB, but um, I know a lot of what they're doing. We had uh, Kate Wallace on our podcast a while back, um, you know, really trying to connect the artisans and, and help um, in that, you know, their entrepreneurial endeavors. So just something just something to consider if you haven't talked to them. Might be a good mm. good source for you. Yeah, good point. Um, well, so, do you a, are you allergic to me, Dave? I just all of a sudden just started sneezing. So I apologize. <laughs> and I, and I, but I didn't want to miss any of this. So I was sneezing <laughs> off, hopefully off mic. And I, I, I'll need a Kleenex any moment now. Um, well, uh, Dave, you deal with theology for a second. I um, the other interesting thing, Corey, is I don't know how many years ago it was I bought your um, rope hammock from you, uh, but I still have it. It's just yeah, isn't that great? It's uh, that might have been ten years ago, eleven years ago, something like that. Yeah, at uh, least yeah, probably. yeah, and. Uh, I've got another one of your hammocks uh, that's on my back deck uh, out of some really nice, strong, strong uh, fabric. Uh, great product, man, and great vision. And I just, uh, I've always loved following your your path. It's uh, it's been really cool to see uh, what the, what, what the uh, what the old school 1995 grads uh, <laughs> have been doing. And man, we've been on some interesting uh, adventures. And uh, sometimes they uh, they cross paths. And hopefully they will continue. I, for one, I'm very excited uh, for your farm. Um, we've got listeners from all over the place. And I, I, I want to encourage them to know that despite their distance from this project, they can still get involved. And um, uh, Well, you know, it's only, it's only 20 minutes from the St. John Airport. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking to bring, uh, you know, the, the best people from around the world to be teaching workshops there, to be enjoying this place together and, uh, and, and getting to know each other. So when you go there, there's going to be a lot of interesting people for you to, uh, to learn from. So it's, it's very much like a free school. Um, and it's, it's just a, a beautiful location. I, w- I wouldn't be interested in buying this farm if it wasn't for the location. And if it wasn't for, uh, Kathy, she's a wonderful, um, you know, mentor, as well. So, you know, and, and just you, Greg, uh, you know, thank you for this opportunity. And, and honestly, sometimes I, I do think, you know, what would Greg do? <laughs> it's your, 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 your smile and your, your positive energy. When you meet someone, they're like, even if you, you're just meeting them for the first time, they're like your best friend. And that goes so far, you know, it's your enthusiasm is, uh, I would say has definitely taken you places. So, uh, thank you for, for, you know, all that you're doing with the, uh, the millennial dream, like this is totally on track 
with with you know the changes that I'm seeing in the world with the millennial dream. Uh, what I want to uh, suggest though is that we need to get um, more hands on, more like hands in the dirt. Like there's not a there's not a a, a lack of of land in New Brunswick for people to to get their hands dirty and 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 grow food learn about permaculture and just one more um one more dream that i have is i would like to see spaces for storytelling in every community uh in around the world that are just like a block of stones imagine a ring of stones or a ring of logs with a carving into them that says this is a place of peace and respect where people can share, you know, their dreams and, and, and their needs or anything that they want to. And you're just going to pass the talking stick in a circle and everyone gets a fair time and only one person talks at a time. And so if, if there's any uh, listeners out there that want to, uh, you know, help make that happen, you don't need to help me make it happen. You can just go ahead and take that vision yourself. And, uh, and I think that would lead to a more egalitarian world in which we don't have to look to other people to tell us what to do or to make our dreams come true. We can just find those people ourselves and keep sharing our story and keep sharing our dream. And, and eventually you're going to find those other people who share that dream with you. Awesome. Corey, inspiration, awesome way to, to close it off. Enjoy Ohm. Uh, say hello to uh, everybody I don't know and everybody who I do know. And, and everyone uh, you will meet. Uh, and everybody you yeah. will meet. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, thank spread, you. I look forward to meeting you brother. too, Dave. Yeah, thanks, man. I, nice meeting, Corey. I, I, Looking forward to uh, actually getting a hammock. Yes, indeed. It'll be six months before I can get it, it sounds like. <laughs> well, up. you know what? You know, but here's the thing is, is that we, we need to move on buying this farm immediately, okay? So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for help to find businesses that could order, you know, three, 500 hammocks, and and that that money is going to go towards buying this farm immediately, and and then we'll be able to make those hammocks, and I'll be able to train people. And and this, I believe, the hanging hugs has huge potential. Like I mean, you know, multi million dollar potential to employ people in New Brunswick to to create a you know a really successful story that is going to not just be about making money, but is about creating community and uh and building skills and and and, and supporting entrepreneurs so uh, awesome, man. I, I i want you guys to, to to help with that and i want any other listeners out there that that are interested in in spreading that vision then please contact me i love it brother that sounds good and next time we talk i'll be uh, convincing you to uh start the b corp process until oh, next that, time hey sounds good and <laughs> and uh and dave you can come and teach some uh some some workshops yourself on on uh, you know leadership and personal goal setting and all those things Love that you it. do Love it. Uh, at at the farm because that's it's it's going to be a place for that really for helping people to live their dream and step up their game. Awesome, well, Corey. Enjoy, man. Thank you so much for sharing everything with us today. Okay, appreciate okay, your take time. Take care. Bye Thanks, now. Corey. Bye bye. Keep it up. Bye. Um, w- w- when you were out, I was just saying uh, I've I've got two of his hammocks and. I bought one of them probably 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's been used every summer since. Right Big, on. massive, like it goes between four trees. Like six people can go in it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's oh, cool product. Cool, yeah. And just the, the like, 
he, someday a movie's going to be made about his life. It's one of those like, what? Yeah. He's like all over the place, yeah. you know, and yeah. just really spreading some really great ideas. Okay, man. Well, and, and, oh. just, and just one other, one final note. I mean, I just, um, he, he, it appears to me just through this short conversation that when he locks into something, he's going to will it into existence. And, and you can just, you know, and you hear that in some people, um, you don't hear it in a lot of people I find, but man, like as I'm listening to him, I'm thinking, you know, wh- whether it's, whether it was something I participated in or not, this is irrelevant. Uh, I actually think it's a really cool idea, uh-huh. but, um, but it's going to, he's going to will it into existence. So, um, fun guy. And he's a big fan of Greg Hemmings. Like and we all point. are. And volume point. 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 Okay. So Greg, you know what? We have the luxury of doing this podcast, which we've enjoyed for 130 odd episodes. Um, and the reason we're able to do this is because we've got these great companies supporting us. Um, a couple we should mention. One, I'm a big fan of, Hemmings House Pictures. And uh, that's your company. Thanks, Dave. And it is great work. Uh, you just got to go and check out their website to see it. Um, I've actually used you guys a number of times to do a documentary, do a corporate video, and uh, so it's accessible to small and large businesses and wonderful at helping um, business tell story and, and movements, to, you know, help shaping story around, you know, wh- what's happening in the world. So thank you to HHB. Well, I, I'd like to say thank you to one of the, the Hemings House team members, uh, Tim Davidson, and we're actually in his his uh, other company's studio right now, Ripple Effect Music. So uh, Tim is yet another community-minded person who is essentially donating his studio, uh, the studio that we use at Hemings House to make all of our films sound good. Um, so he's a part of this. Another really important uh, person uh, is Matt, uh, Matt Weber. Mm-hmm. And he his company is uh, Edible Matters. It's an incredible restaurant out in Hammond's uh, Plains outside Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's the one that edits all the all stuff together, puts the show notes together, and uploads these podcasts every single week. And then going back to my good friend who I'm looking at right now, Dave Vale, the big guy with the biggest muscles I've ever met in my life, who also, Dave, you um, you have to know that without you in the early days of me shaping Hemings House, I probably wouldn't have created Hemings House. So um, Vision Coaching has helped so many companies and entrepreneurs find their coach approach and create companies that actually can make the change in the world that they want to see. And uh, so Vision Coaching... Uh, and uh, everything that you bring to the table, bringing Kim uh, in as well to help us make this podcast a success. We say thank you so much. And the great news, the other night, a few weeks ago, you and I bumped into a previous podcast guest, Mr. Paul Simmons himself. Why don't you tell our our listeners about our, our newest gold sponsor for our podcast? Yes, Robert Simmons is a fabulous place. Um, well-known to people throughout New Brunswick, but also um, you can shop there online, men's and women's clothing. And um, uh, Paul Simmons, who is, uh, I I mean, I think they've been going on 20 years now, the founder of the company, um, brings the customer experience to a whole nother level. I say that because I shop there. Um, You know, if you were to say, Dave, you look really good wearing that particular suit, um, I would say, well, thank you, and I would have to credit Paul and his staff, which is fabulous, and it's it's an incredible experience. You've had it before shopping there. Um, what, I look great. Look what, at me. And and what's the experience like? What are they? You walk, you walk into the door. You literally get asked if you'd like to have a, a glass of scotch 
or an espresso. And that's the beginning of the experience. And you walk out with a new set of clothes that makes you feel like uh, feel like a well-dressed man or woman, depending on, uh, on what you are as you walk into this incredible place. They have an incredible uh, magazine that they publish, I believe, quarterly. And uh, the next one's coming out, the fall issue of 2016. Um, they always, what we enjoy, and I think what aligns us with what, what Robert Simmons does is is they make a point of, of covering interesting, um, often uh, business-minded, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, um, community leaders in their publication, and they believe in promoting local. And it's coming out soon, and we have the good fortune of interviewing some of the people in the, uh, in the September issue. Coming up, so uh, robertsimmons.com. And uh, yeah, so that's great. Thanks to our sponsors. And if anybody else uh, in, the, in the podcast sphere is interested in helping us uh, push our Boiling Point movement forward, be in touch. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind what she said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on BlastTheRadio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's BlastTheRadio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.